Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos Nun Gimel. We're starting Nun Beis on Beis on the bottom at the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Chamor Yotzim Radasu. Donkin can go out with a saddlecloth, Bizman Shikshur by as long as it's tied to it. A saddlecloth was a blanket placed underneath the saddle and remained on the donkey the entire day in order to keep it warm. Zacharim, male rams, Yotzim Levuvim can go out attached. Rechelais, female rams, Yotzim Shechuzas Kivulas Kivunas can go out held, tied, or fastened. And the Gemara is going to explain what these are. Ha'izim, goats, Yotzeh's tzuras can go out with their udders tied. This was either to prevent lactation in order to help pregnancy or fatten it up, or it was a pouch tied to the udders in order to catch the milk that was dripping out. Rabbi Yossi, Yossi, Rekul, and Rabbi Yossi does not allow any of these cases, Chosman, Arachil, Makavunais, except for that case. And Rabbi Yehuda, Oimer, Izim, Yotzeh's tzuras, goats can go out with their udders tied, Liyabesh, only if it's trying to dry up the milk supply, Avalele, Chalev, but not in order to catch the dripping milk because then the pouch was tied on loosely and might fall off in Rosh Hashanah and then the owner might end up carrying it. Nun Gimel Ahmed Aleph on the top of the Gemara says, Amr Shmuel Vahushek Shurulai Mer Shabbos. That's only if the Merdas, the saddlecloth, is tied on Erev Shabbos, then it's considered a, a garment for the animal and it's not a Masuya burden. Amram Nachman, Masisa Namideka, our Mishnah. Proves this also. The Ktani, the continuation of our Mishnah, which is found in the next daf, A donkey is not allowed to go out with the saddlecloth if it's not tied to it. Hey, what's that talking about? That it's not tied to it at all. Pshita, it's self understood. Of course, it's not allowed to go out with it if it's not tied on. Maybe it might fall off and I'll end up carrying it. That must be that it's talking about it's not allowed to go out if it wasn't tied on Erev Shabbos. Mechal then implies duration that the first part of the Mishnah, meaning the one that we just Red, Shikshur Lam Erev Shabbos, is talking about that only if it's tied on Erev Shabbos may it go out with it on Shabbos. Shmami, no, that's a great proof. Tainam Yachu, we have a brisa that shows this. Chamor Yotzev Merdas, a donkey can go out with this Merdas, Bizman Shikshur Lam Erev Shabbos, if it's tied on Erev Shabbos. Vloy Ba'uchav, but not with a saddle. Afal Pishakshur Lam Erev Shabbos. Even if it was tied in Erev Shabbos, that doesn't provide enough warmth, and therefore, it's considered like a Masui. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, he argues and says, Af Uchaf, even with a saddle, Bezmashik Shurlaim Erev Shabbos, if it was tied in Erev Shabbos, Ubavachalay Yikshalay Masrichen, as long as you don't tie the chest straps. The chest strap was a strap that went over the front of the donkey in order to prevent the burden from slipping backwards when it's going up a hill. And Ubavachalay Yifshalay Ritzuah Tachazanave, as long as you don't suspend the strap between its tail, this was the strap that prevented the load from slipping forward as the donkey's going downhill. And even according to Rosh Hashem that would be considered a Masui. The Gemara continues, May one place a saddlecloth on a donkey on Shabbos. Most Rishayim explain that this question is asked regarding the concept of Tircha. A person's not allowed to do something on Shabbos that's considered a Tircha for him. It's a burden. It's something that he has to exert himself to do. Now, even if it doesn't actually physically exert him, if it's something that's not a normal action to perform during the week, then that would be considered a Tircha on Shabbos that he wouldn't be allowed to carry out. So he's placing him Das, a saddlecloth on a donkey, considered a tircha or not. Amrlay, his response was, Mutter, you're allowed to. Amrlay, so he asked him, What's the difference between this and a saddle that you're not allowed to place on a donkey? Ishtik, so Rav Baravashi was quiet. Now, Rashi explains, Rav Asi Barnasan understood that the reason why he was quiet is that he argues, even in the case of a saddle, that you're allowed to place a saddle on a donkey on Shabbos. So he asks him, Esve, the Brysa says, not like that. Ukav shal gabe chamor, saddle that's on a donkey. Lo yitah you're not allowed to remove it with your hand. El melichem evi abachatzer, you're allowed to walk the donkey back and forth in the courtyard of Hunayfel Ma'elv and the saddle falls off on its own. Hashta, now, lital amrit loy, that you're not allowed to take it off with your hand. So lahaniach mimbay, of course you're not allowed to place it on. So if you're not allowed to place a saddle on a donkey, why would you be allowed to place a saddle cloth on the donkey? 
Amar Leir Abzeir, so Abzeir interjects and says, Shavke, leave him alone, Kirabe Sfirle. He holds like his Rebbe. Dom Rebchia Baravashi Amar Rav. Rebchia Barashi says the name of Rav. Rav was his Rebbe. Tell Traskal Lebehem Shabbos, you're allowed to hang a feed bag around the neck of an animal on Shabbos. Feed bag is his bag that you put around its neck so it could just eat its food directly out of this bag. And for sure you're allowed to put a saddle cloth on. Just like over there in the case of the feed bag. This is just to increase the pleasure of the animal that it doesn't have to bend its neck all the way to the floor to eat. It could eat directly out of the bag and that's permitted and not considered a tircha. Hach over here, the Mishum Tsar, that you're removing physical discomfort by placing a blanket on it and taking away its coldness, like Kol Shikane, of course you're allowed to do that. So he holds like his Rebbe, so don't ask him. Now we're just going to continue with this discussion of Amir Das and Atraskal. Shmuel, Amr Shmuel says, Amir Das, Mutter. Amir Das is Mutter and Traskal is Usr. That's not allowed because it's Tircha. Now, Azmar B'chia Bar Yasef, Amar Rav, Shmuel. He told Rav's opinion over to Shmuel. Rav says, you're allowed to put a Traskal and Amir Das. Amr so Shmuel tells him, Yachi Amr Abba. If that's what Abba says, Abba is a term of love when Yosef was appointed the second to king in Mitzrayim, he was called Avrech, and the Targum calls him Abba Lamelech. He's like a friend of the king. So he says, if that's what my friend Rav says, he obviously doesn't know Helchas Shabbos at all. And we continue with this. Kisalak Reb Zera left Bavel and went to Yisrael. Achchali Reb Yon Bar Yefes. He found Reb Yon Bar Yefes. The Yosef Akamrali Mishmeid Reb Yechanan. He was saying a halacha in the name of Reb Yechanan. Noisin Miradas Lagav Chamar B'Shabbos. You could put a saddle cloth on a donkey on Shabbos. Amar Lei Reb Zera says Yasher. Well said. V'chein Tergema Ariech of Bavel. And Ariech said the same thing in Bavel. The Gemara says Ariech Manu. Who is Ariech? Shmuel. It's Shmuel. Why was he called Ariech? The Aramaic term for king is Recha, which is like the word Ariech. Shmuel was called Ariech king because he was the chief dayan of Dine Mamanis in Bavel, and he judged people like a king. So he says, that's what Shmuel says also. The Gemara says, hold on, Rav Nami Amara. Rav also said that the Nemerdas is mother to place on an animal on Shabbos. So we say, no, El Shameda Havim Esayim Bey, he heard that Rabbi Yon Bar-Yefes concluded his statement, Vein Tail and Traskal Shabbos, no putting a Traskal on Amrle, and then he said, Yeyashir Rechain Tergma Ariech Bavel. So we see that we have a number of shitas that Passing like Shmuel and not like Rav. Now the Gemara picks up with our original question. Everyone holds that a Merdas may be placed onto the animal on Shabbos. So why is this different than a saddle that we had made a diuk since the saddle is not allowed to be removed from the animal? It's also not allowed to be placed on the animal. What's the difference? The Gemara answers, no, your diuk was wrong. Shani Hasma over there, it's different to Esher Dunafa You're not allowed to remove a saddle because it could fall off on its own. So therefore, it's tircha to take it off. But perhaps you may be allowed to put it back on and then there wouldn't be a difference between Amir Das and Uchaf. Rav Papa Amr, he answers, no. There's a difference between warming it or cooling it off. If you want to give it warmth, it's like tzara. So it's in physical discomfort when it's cold. So therefore, you're allowed to put the saddle cloth on top of it. But if you just want to cool it off by taking the saddle off, less like tzara, so it doesn't have any pain, therefore, you're not allowed to take it off. So there is a difference. And the Gemara says, Bahainu Damriyinchi, that's what actually people say. Chamra, a donkey, I feel a bit kufas tamas. Even in the summer season, Karirale, it's still cold. Donkeys are perpetually cold, therefore, you may place a saddlecloth on top of it in order to warm it up to remove the physical discomfort. But if you just want to put added, give added pleasure to the animal, then that would be usr. Now the Gemara asks on Shmuel's Shita that only allows the Mirdas to be placed on, but doesn't allow added comfort of the Traskal to be placed on it. Meisvei will ask you a question from of A horse is not allowed to go out with a foxtail or this red strip in, pe- in between its eyes. This was to ward off Ayan Hara. Azov is not allowed to go out with his pouch to see if he's going to have any seminal emission. Goats are not allowed to go out with his pouch around their udders. This was either 
either to catch the milk or prevent their udders from getting scratched on thorns. Cow is not allowed to go out with a muzzle on its mouth, and then this muzzle was only removed once it got to proper grazing area. And not young horses with this feed bag around their neck. And an animal may not go out with a shoe on its feet. This was to prevent its feet from getting hurt from rocks that it's walking on. Even though it's prevented from getting damaged, the shoe might fall off and you might end up carrying it. Not with an amulet, even though it's an expert amulet, meaning it's been proven effective, it still may not go out in the Rosh Hashanah with it on Shabbos. And this is something that's more strict with a behemoth than by a person. The animal may go out with a bandage on a wound or splints on a break. If its leg was broken, they would take two pieces of wood and tie them around the leg that was broken and wait till the bone healed. And a placenta that was hanging out of the animal is considered part of the animal. It's not considered carrying. And you could stuff up the bell that's around its neck and walk around with it in the courtyard. If the bell wasn't stuffed up, you're not allowed to walk around with it at all because then that makes noise. And even if it is stuffed up, you're only allowed to walk around in a chatzar and not in Rosh because people would hang bells around their animals when they were bringing them to the marketplace to show that they want to sell this animal. So if you walk outside the Rosh Hashanah with a bell, even if it's stuffed up, people are going to think you're bringing it to the Rosh Hashanah. But now where's our question? So the Gemara says, Gatani Mias, we learned in this that these young Horses are not allowed to go out with a feed bag around its neck. Our diak is, it's not allowed to go on Rosh Hashanah. But you're allowed to put it around its neck in the chatzar. Are we not talking about slightly older young horses, umishum tanug, and you're only providing them with extra pleasure by hanging this around their neck. Don't we see over here that you're allowed to do something for an animal for tanug and it's not considered a tircha? Question on Shmuel. The Gemara says, no, leibik tanum. We're talking about the very young, young horses. Umishum tsarin actually causes them pain. Rashi says they have very tall legs and short necks and it's actually very painful for them to bend all the way to the floor to try to eat. So this is re- alleviating their discomfort. Dekanami, we can make a diak from our bride to prove this, Diktani, our Brisa says, Nun Gimel Amid Beis on the top, Dumi de Kamea. It lists it together with an amulet, and an amulet is only worn around the neck of an animal in order to prevent it from getting sick. So we see you're stopping physical comfort. Shmami no, we see we're preventing physical comfort, and that's an answer why the Brisa is not a steer to Shmuel. Now the Gemara continues dissecting this Brisa. We said it, the animal may not go with an amulet even if it's been proven effective. Ask the Gemara, Vanantanan, we have a Mishnah, it may not go out with a non-expert kamea, but hamum chashaper dummy, and may go out with an expert mumcha. Stira, where it says no, hachanami she'ena mumcha. That's actually talking about where it's not an expert kamea. As in where of ha'afal pisha hu mumcha katani. It says very clearly, even though it is expert. So we say no, mumcha la'adam ve'ne mumcha behema. It means it's expert for a person, but it's never been proven effective for an animal. Is there something that's been proven proven effective for a person and not for an animal? Gemara says, yes. In Adam de Islay Mazla, a person has Mazl, which is referring to the Malach that advocates for a person up in Shemaim, Misayele. So then an animal can help him. Behema de Lesse Mazla. Behema doesn't have a Mazl. He doesn't have an a, a Malach protecting him in Shemaim. So then an amulet might not work for him. Asking Mari Yachi, if so, my the Bryce had told us that this, referring to an amulet, is something that's more strict by a animal than by a person. But we see from here that that's not true, that both an animal and a person are only allowed to go out if it's a Kamea Mumcha. The Gemara says, no. Who says that statement? 
is going on the Kamea case, a sandal kai. It's going on the shoes that even though an animal has shoes, it may not go out with those shoes in Rosh Hashanah but people may go out with their shoes in Rosh Hashanah Now, Rav and Shmuel both agree that alleviating suffering for an animal is okay. And now the Gemara is going to challenge that. Tashma, you may oil and scrape a scab for a person, but you may not do so for an animal. It must be that this animal has a wound and you're trying to alleviate its suffering. And we see that you're not allowed to do that. Question, the Gemara says, No, the Gummer Maka, that the Maka already was healed, you're just trying to provide extra comfort. That's why it's not allowed for the animal. So the Gemara continues, Tashma, an animal that has this congestion of blood and it's in pain. You're not allowed to put in water in order to cool it off. But a person that has this congestion of blood, he's allowed to go into water in order to cool himself off. We see that you're not allowed to do something on Shabbos to alleviate the suffering of an animal. This is a decree that was made in order to prevent a person from grinding herbs. We know that there's an isra of toichin of grinding herbs on Shabbos for a fuah. So we're afraid if we see a person bring his animal to the water to cool off, people are going to say, hey, he's providing it with some sort of medicinal benefit. I'm allowed to grind herbs for medicinal benefit also. The Gemara says, hold on, if so, Adam Nami. So we should be geyser in the case of a person also. We say, no, Adam near a kemaker. A person seems like he's cool off. There's no isser of refu on Shabbos when this thing that a person's doing is also done by healthy people. So let's say your stomach's hurting, you want to drink a cup of Coke. So it's not an isser of refua because people drink Coke just because they like it. So over here, a person will go into the water just to cool themselves off. And that doesn't seem like he's providing any medicinal benefit to himself. Therefore, we don't have to be afraid that someone is going to learn from him that he can also grind herbs for medicinal benefit also. The Gemara asks, Let's say that animal also, it just seems like the animal's cooling off. The Gemara no, says, no, maker People don't bring their animals in the, into the water to cool off. Therefore, it looks like he's providing refuah for his animal and a person might learn from him and grind herbs on Shabbos. The Gemara asks, well, behemoth, because Rina, we really make gazeras for behemoths like this? Vatanya, we have a brysa. If his animal was standing outside the tchum, he could call to the animal v'hiba, and the animal will come to him. Vlegazrina wouldn't have to be geyser, dilma asiyasuyi. Maybe he's going to leave the tchum to go bring his animal. We know that a person has to ensure, to the best of his ability, that his animal doesn't do malacha on Shabbos, saying well, he's not allowed to do malacha. So if he's not allowed to leave the tchum, his animal is also not allowed to. And we see we're not geyser, we allow him to call his animal to him. We're not afraid he's going to go out of the tchum to bring his animal. Um, Ravina Ravina says, no. Is that its tchum was absorbed, was swallowed inside his own tchum. He had given his animal to a shepherd on Erev Shabbos. Therefore, when the animals with the shepherd when Shabbos came in, so the animal's tchum was different than the owner's tchum. However, there was some sort of an overlap. Therefore, when the owner was calling the animal, the animal perhaps was out of the shepherd's tchum, but it was still within the owner's tchum, so there's not a problem. He's not going to leave his tchum in order to bring the animal. Rav Nachum Rav Nachum answers, no, there's a different reason why we're geyser. The whole fact that we have exera, that a person might end up grinding herbs on Shabbos if he sees some sort of refuah being done, that's machlekes tanaim. Titania, we have machlekes tanaim. Behemash al-chakarshinin, an animal that ate way too much food and its stomach's hurting him. You're not allowed to make it run back and forth in a chatzar so that it should get better. This loosens its bowels and, and enables it to get better. Rabbi Shea Matir, Rabbi Shea allows it. So we see it's a machlekes tanaim anyway, so that's a one one time it will be geyser, one time it won't be geyser. Darsh Rava and Rava Darshan, the halachas are Kabeshaya, the halachas are Kabeshaya. But the 
Kshita of Rav and Shmuel, that they both agree that you're allowed to alleviate the suffering of an animal, still holds strong. The Gemara continues dissecting this b'risa. Amar Mayer, lo'yatahazav b'kis shalai, they may not go out with this pouch around their udders. Vatanya, the Bryce says, They are allowed to go around with a pouch around their udders. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, One is where it's tied on strongly, so it's not going to fall off. And one is where it's not tied on strongly, it might fall off. Rabbi Yisif, Rabbi Yisif says, Did you take all the Tanayim out of this world? Meaning there's no Tanayim, you're not able to say that it's Machlekes Tanayim? Tanayhi, it's Machlekes Tanayim. Did not, we have a Mishnah. Our Mishnah told us that goats can go out with their udders tied. Rabbi Yaisi Aiser Bakulan Chutzmaner Achel Makavunas. Rabbi Yaisi doesn't allow that. And Rabbi Yehuda Aimer Izim Yetzis Tzuruos Liabesh only for trying to dry the milk from the udder of Eloi Lichalev, but not in order to catch the milk. It's Machlekes Tanaim. Or Vibay Seim. Alternatively, we can answer the seeming steer between these two members. Havaha Rabbi Yehuda. They're both Rabbi Yehuda Vloikash and they're not a Sira. Kam Liabesh. The one that says that you're allowed to go out your Goats are allowed to get out with their udders tied is only when you're trying to dry the milk up. Kanli Chalev is when you're trying to catch the milk, then it might fall off and you might end up carrying the pouch, Dalad Amas. Tanya Am Rabbi Huda, Maisab Izim Besantokhya. There's a story with these goats of Besantokhya, Shahayu Dadein Gasin. They had extremely large udders of Asulhan Kisin. They made these pouches for them, Kadeshla Yisr to Dadein, so that their udders shouldn't get scratched by scraping against thorns and rocks. Tanra Banan, Maisab Echad. There was a story with a fellow, Shemesa Ishtai, that his wife died, Vinicha Ben Linek, and he left a child that needed to be nursed. Vlahayalai Schar Menika Litein, and he didn't have any money to pay a wet nurse to nurse his child. Vinasalai Nes, miracle happened, Viniftchulai Dadein, Kishnei Dadi Isha. His breasts opened up like the breasts of a woman, and he nursed his son. Amar Vyesa Vyesa says, See how great this person is, that a miracle like this was made for him. Amar Abayi says, the opposite, He must have had some merit, but he's Garua, inferior, because the entire order of creation had to be changed for him. Amar Vyhuda, Rav Yehuda comments, Let's see how difficult it is for a person to sustain himself and have a livelihood. Because the order of creation had to be changed for him in order to provide for his son. Amrav Nachman, Teda Yushino, the Misrachish Nisa, that a nace will happen more likely, Veloy Evrimuzaini, and Hashem's not just going to create food for a person, it's really not so easy to make a Parnasa. Tanra Banan, Maisab Adamechel, there was a story with a person, Shenasa Ishagidemus, that he married a woman whose hand was cut off, Veloy Hikrabad Yamaisa, and he didn't know this until the day she died. Amrav, Bore Kamatsno Ishazu, let's see how modest this woman is, Shloy Hikrabad Baila, that her husband didn't recognize this about her. This is her normal way. She's a woman, so she's supposed to be modest, and she's missing her hand, so of course she's going to be modest. See how modest this person is. That he didn't recognize this thing in his wife until the day that she died, and the Mepharshim really grapple with understanding all the implications of this story. Our Mishnah says, "Zacharim yetsim levuvim." My levuvim. What is this? Amravuna taisari tied into pairs. Gemara asks, "My mashma the high levuvim lishnah the kreivihu." What is the implication that levuvim is a lashon of closeness? The chesiv the pasuk says in Shir Hashirim, "Libavtini achaisi chala." You have captured my heart, my sister, my bride. This is really referring to Hakadosh Baruch Hu saying that we have captured his heart. We've become close to him. So this lashon of libavtini levuvim is capturing a heart, becoming close to someone. Ula Ula says no, no. It's or shekarshim lohem keneged libam. It was. Piece of leather that was tied on their hearts, so that the wolves shouldn't attack them. A wolf always attacked them by their heart, and this leather would prevent the attack. As the Gemara they only attack the males and not the females. We say no, because they're at the head of the pack, and therefore they attack the ones that are at the head of the pack. As the Gemara, they only attack the ones that are the head of the herd and not at the end. That's not true. We say is because the the 
males are very fat. Ask the Gemara, when a cave is like a shamni, there's no fat females. Vesu, mi yadi bein hani lahani. Do they know the difference between these and those? Obviously not. They act, attack both equally. What's your proof? The Gemara answers, you're right. Elamishim dezakvi chaitmayo. They stick their noses in the air, umasku kidavu, and they walk while shaking their head side to side. So therefore, the wolves take this as a sign that they're being attacked by the males. That's why they only attack the males. Rav Nachem Bar Yitzhak Amar, no. Arshak Shurim Loitachazachrusan, it's a piece of leather that's tied underneath their genitals, Kadeshalo Yalwal and Nikavis, so that they shouldn't go on top of the Nikavis and breed with them. Ask the Gemara, Mimai, and how do we know that that's true? Mikhtani Seifa, because the later statement of the Mishnah says, Verchel Mietzes Shechuzais, that the female rams go out Shechuzais. My Shechuzais, Shechuzais, Ho'alya Shelahem Lamala, is that their tail was held upwards, Kedei Shayalu Alem Zacharim, in order to reveal their private parts so that the males should breed with them. Resha is Kedei Shaloyalu Alanakevas. The Resha, we did something in order to prevent them from mating. Vesefa, Kedei Shayalu Alem Zacharim, and the Seifa, we do something in order to enable them to mate. And now the Gemara just describes my mashma what's the indication that shechuzais is a lotion of exposure that we would expose the back of the female. The Chesavah says in the Pasuk there's a woman coming to greet him on the top exposed like a zaina with a and a surrounded heart. So we see is a combination of shechuzais which is exposed. This explanation brings both the Zacharim Yetzim Levuvim and the Nekevah Shechuzais together in the Mishnah so that the Mishnah is a complete statement that it's both one and the same thing. Everyone should have a wonderful day.